was there was there ever a piece that you had the opportunity to get that you regret not getting? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> and if someone said no, you're okay. a liar. Yeah. You yes. are lying. Yes. Like no one's business. Yes. Um, this, at the time, was probably uh, the, the watch on my wrist, the, the uh, Patek Neptune. Um, when this was um, offered to me, it was probably a $10,000 watch. Mm-hmm. Okay today nope so yeah. i should have bought three of them mm. and I, because i love it so much i wanted it in two-tone mm-hmm. and i i had the opportunity to buy a two-tone one for like less than 10 mm. and i throw up every time i think about it because i <laughs> i love this watch so much that i am one of those fools that would have this watch in two-tone and i would have it in gold mm, because yeah. i love it that much yeah um the bracelet it, the way it feels the you know whatever um, so I, it's so unlike anything they do today. Yeah, that's why. Yes. Okay. There's the other. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. yeah. It's so unlike everything they've done. And again, I've always been the one. Even growing up, when designer jeans were a thing, mm-hmm. I was the one that was like, <laughs> "I ain't wearing Jordash." That's what yeah. everybody like. Everybody's wearing yeah. Jordash. Why do I want to be that way? And my mother was like, "Contrarian." Really? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah. you know, we, we growing up, I remember my mom, like, saying, like, you know, these jeans are very expensive. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't even want them. And she's like, why not? Because mm-hmm. my mother is a little bit of a conformist. She likes the whole, like, what's the newest fad? I must have it. Wow. And I am dead opposite. Yeah. Wow. And so my mom was like, what do you mean you don't want Jordache jeans? And I'm like, hell no. <laughs> All those crazy girls in, in school were wearing those jeans. I don't want them. And, like, I was the one wearing, like, my aunt's hand-me-down jeans. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just, I never conformed. Like, Uggs, never mm. put a pair of Uggs on my feet. Good for you. I, you know, they're booties. <laughs> they do have Ugg booties. Ugg booties, but yeah. those, those fuckers will never be on my they're feet. Never like, never. Their feet. Never. Oh my but like, goodness. But, but yeah, I mean, like, it, it's just, I, I've always been that one. I mean, I mean, look at the way I look. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't conform. I never like to conform. I don't conform. I think the 12 years of Catholic school had something to do with it. Mm. You know what I mean? It might be. I might be damaged from it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've I've always been um, be you, not them. Yes, yes. That's incredible. Be you, not them. Yeah, I have a sign in my house. I wake up to it every morning. I love that. Be you, it's your not them. It's my that's my mantra. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's awesome. If you were to ask, like, what? Yeah, that's I live by that. Yeah, I'm kind of the uh, the same way. My wife calls me a contrarian. She thinks I purposefully dislike things that everyone likes. Okay. I try to convince her that that's not the case. It just so happens that to, that's that's <laughs> yeah. how I'm I'm built. Like yeah, I think people, I'm built the same way. If people gravitate towards that. something, I'm like, let me find something else, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And um, when we were talking about this one and, mm-hmm. and nothing being kind of like it, these guys know I kind of look for um, like oddball pieces. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm look. I like the obscure. I like the weird, the different. Ben and I have have gravitated to the same uh, crazy ass Pateks that have yep. been in the case. That I mean, we would rock them all day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's that's and, like that uh, that Cartier Bag Noir oh, with the hot yeah. nail. The case. nail. Oh. I was like, I need. <laughs> I mean, he's all the day. only man that I've ever seen be able to actually pull that watch off. I agree with but you. That's because more men don't try. Yeah. Well, hello. Again, that's another Stop show. <laughs> so that's watch. a rabbit hole Just in his own. It yeah, it's yes. it's you're right. You have to own it. You have to own it. You have to own it. You know, you 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 really have to. Men, I love like, you know, 
you're a big guy, okay? And I love a big guy that says to me, oh, I can't wear that. And I said, no, 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 change your language. Yeah. You're not comfortable wearing that. Yes. And that's okay. Yes. That's okay. It, you're not comfortable wearing that. Yes. I said, but, you know, other men are. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's it just happens to be a vintage watch that's 34 millimeters. Rashawn the, wears a 34 millimeter Tudor. Yeah. That's yeah. beautiful. Oh, I know. And it wears... Um, it wears but, nicely on but his that's wrist. just it, it. I, said, I said you have to change your language I, yeah. I say it all the time I've said it to salespeople. I've said it to clients I've said it to customers I don't even know it's it, no change your language and you immediately get people looking at you like excuse me and you're like no 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 what I'm saying is don't say it that way say what you really feel you're not comfortable and there's yeah. something wrong with that no. it's okay you're yeah. not comfortable yeah. it's alright it's cool. like using words like can't and never I tell people you don't use those words. Yeah, no. I, I am like I am guilty of that, and you're hundred percent right because <laughs> never. I mean, I don't know how many times I've said never, and I'm like the next day I'm like, yeah, here I am buying another one. <laughs> I know, I know. So you might have a pair of Uggs on next time. Uh oh. No, goddamn it. <laughs> no, I will not. No. Hey, man, listen. If they if they actually did something I like. Would I buy it? Yes, a hundred percent. I just mean like that that boot that became like very very yeah. popular. That like sort of know. moccasin looking thing, not you know, whatever. Fan. That's not me. But if if UGG made something that I truly loved, I would buy it. I'm not against the brand. I'm yes. just. I think I was against the look. Yes, I was against that look. That's yes. all. Every suburban housewife in their, <laughs> yoga, in their yoga pant and their like UGG boots. Yeah, that oh, was yeah, a thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the juicy thing. couture pants. Oh, oh God. hell no. <laughs> my ass is big enough. You don't need to put words on it. There's oh, no, my nobody goodness. Needs, nobody needs that. <laughs> um, revisiting yes. uh, some of the pieces that you brought, mm -hmm. what is your, what's your favorite piece in your collection? So the Cartier Pasha actually has a great story. Okay. Okay, so the Cartier Pasha... Um, back in 2000 when I got a divorce, mm -hmm. um, because we'll, we'll revert back to that, uh, don't get married at 23. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I was divorced by, by 30 basically. And, um, I was really dumb with money, really dumb with money. So, uh, Seems we sold of our youth. Uh, yeah. So we sold our, uh, townhouse okay. and we split the money. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to buy myself a watch. It's going to be my divorce gift. There we go. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to be independent. I'm divorce gift. And I didn't know what I wanted, but I did know that I wanted a two-tone watch because nobody was buying two-tone. Yes. Okay. And I wanted a specific size. And I, and I, 38 millimeter happens to be my favorite size. 37, 38 on my wrist. I love. So <laughs> we, I ran the watch department at Hamilton Jewelers and we're doing an inventory and I took it uh, as a task to rearrange all the boxes in the store. Okay. Okay. Our box situation was out of control. If you go to any retailer and you ask a retailer, what's your biggest problem in watches? It's the box situation. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. It just is. You know it. That's the way it is. Right? <laughs> so I'm downstairs in our basement in jeans, literally in jeans, crawling on the floors, picking uh, shelves, picking them apart, redoing them and this and everything. And there was a Cartier box that was under the stairwell in, no joke, six inches of dust. Mm, wow. Yeah. It was disgusting. <laughs> like, it was disgusting, right? So I crawl under the stairs, yeah. 
freaking out that like if a bug touched me, I was done. If a rat touched me, I was done. Like I was done. I, yes. I would have died under those <laughs> stairs, right? Yes. So I get the box, I scurry out, and lo and behold, in the box, this watch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So I go running upstairs because I'm like all proud of myself. I'm like, I found a Cartier under the stairs. You know. So my boss, my copper, looks at it and he goes, "Huh? We wrote we wrote that off years ago, Kelly. Uh, that's <laughs> that was gone. Wow. Like we, we figured someone stole it, or we think, wow. we wrote it off like two years ago. Wow. Like that was like a watch under the stairs, literally for two years. Wow. Okay? And he said to me, he goes, it's written out of stock, but he goes, what I will do is I will um, sell it to you for cost. Because, you know, I can't just give it to you. That's an expensive watch. And he's like, and so I'll sell it to you for cost. And I'm like, done. Mm. So I bought the watch and that was my, because I figured, you know, it was kind of a fun thing. It was like hiding under the stairs for like two years in like six inches of dust. And so, yeah, that's my, that was my gift to myself. So that technically is like my first luxury watch. This was your first luxury watch. I I owned a Tag Heuer before that. I owned a Maurice Lacroix before that. But that, that was like my first, like I bought it myself. So what I love about this piece, Mm -hmm. in addition to your story is that is quartz. Yep. I love that because yep. and and that the what you just said, your first luxury watch. Yes. Because mm-hmm. many people refuse to equate quartz and luxury. Yes, they do. Like they, they, it, to them it can't be in the same sentence. Yeah. And it can't. It totally it can. It should be. It can't. It Absolutely. 100% can because you have to appreciate these companies for everything that they do. 100%. And Cartier's finishing. And look at those cabochon sapphires on the pushers. Beautiful. I mean, there's, yes. I mean this is I this mean, is a drop-dead gorgeous watch. And, yeah. and I loved – I got to be honest with you. If you looked at the time, if you looked at the automatic version of this at that time, mm-hmm. the dial wasn't as pretty. I was going to wow. say that dial, like, that's a, that's a nice patina on it. It's kind of like – it's guilloche. Yeah. And the, the registers are, you know, again, it gives it, it's a blatant two-tone watch. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. blatant. Um, you know, and it's just, it's a fabulous look. And then yeah. when the automatic version was like, I believe at the time, the automatic version in steel was like monochromatic. It wasn't as, it mm-hmm. it, beautiful, yes. but it didn't, it didn't pop the way yes. this popped. Do so. it, was the dial, was the dial originally white or did it always have that ivory tint? No, it did always have that ivory tint. Mm. But, it looks but, na- but you're it coming looks from the right direction. Like yeah. when something patinas that beautifully, yeah. it looks um, amazing. It, it goes that ivory, but no, that was always the color. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. And cause Cartier dials, you know, were never stark white. Mm. You know, um, if you look at an at a tank Francais when it came out, when you look at a Panther when it came out, mm-hmm. these were always ivory cream soft, mm. like a crane yeah. stationary kind yeah. of you know look. Really, really beautiful. That's awesome. And so even when something was introduced to, uh, for Cartier, even like back in the nineties, two thousands, it always looked like an old watch. Yes. You know, and, I, and that's one of the things I always have appreciated about Cartier. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's an incredible story. Yeah. I love that. Literally lost under a stairwell in, in six inches of dust. Probably with a rat. I don't even know. It was <laughs> Maybe that rat was wearing it. it. I don't know. That rat was wearing it. Um, so nasty. You've yeah. also got, which uh, I think is incredibly interesting. Yeah. Uh, and happens to be one of my favorite watches. Yeah. We were literally talking <laughs> we were, we were about this about several that. hours ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Rolex Explorer 2 Polar Dime. Also engraved. Also engraved. Wow. To you from us. Yes. I won't ask who. 
uh, a bunch of really special guys That's um, incredible. to celebrate a moment in my life. Uh, a bunch, a bunch of guys got together. And one of my lunatic collectors at the time, the stipulation was, if you're going to buy this watch for me, it has to come from um, my my friend John because he was sitting on like 90,000 of these mm. because he was collecting <laughs> them at the time for like 4,000 bucks. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. If only. If yeah, only I know. There was still yeah, 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 yeah. Those days over. Uh-huh. So a bunch of guys got together and I made them buy it off of John. And they presented it to me. I wasn't expecting the engraving, but wow. yeah, it was, it was a bunch of guys all got together. What do you love about this watch? I think, you know, I, I love the fixed bezel. Yeah. Um, I, love, uh, I love the fact that it's two time zones and it forces you to know military time. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. I suck at it. But yes, it, it yeah, yeah. I love that. I love it. I love the, You got to do the math. In, to me, an explorer, it's got to be a white dial too. Yes, it's got to be white. Oh, agreed. It's got to be, be white. One hundred percent. White dial. One hundred percent. Um, the, I, I just think it's like the most perfect Rolex. I do too. Yeah, I do. I, I, I really do. I do. It's and the I was only one that's saying. Yeah. To, to Rashawn earlier today, we were looking at one. Yeah. And I was like, it's the only one that's I kept really, this? really want. I yeah. love. I love this watch. Yes. Yeah. I, I do. It is the most. To me, it's 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 the the best design mm-hmm. they've ever done. I agree. I love it. Um, yeah. And it's it is damn near perfect. Like it is one of the the best tool watches ever designed. Agreed. Yeah, it hasn't changed Agreed. since. I love it. It doesn't need to change. No, it it's just like it legit has never changed. Every way, and in so many ways. Um, when you think about Rolex today, mm-hmm. is is kind of the antithesis to how people view them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this um, is awesome. Also, a watch that sat in the case that nobody wanted. Oh, sure, you know? I believe it. So, in the late '90s, when I started selling watches, I started selling watches in 1997. In 1997, they sat in the case; nobody wanted them. You know, that's and the only Rolex to me that still speaks to what Rolex really is. 100%. Yeah, we said that all the time. Yeah. It's, that, it that is screams okay. their DNA. It does okay, you want to hear, hear something fantastic? I would love to. So we were at the U.S. Open this year, and uh, the old president of Rolex, that was on his wrist. Of course. And the best part is when we started to have a conversation about it, um, his and mine are the same year. Wow. wow. So mm-hmm. I was like, that's cool. That's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um, I, it was like one of those moments where the, the client that I had taken to the U.S. Open heard me having this conversation. And when he turned around, he goes, um, Kel, seriously, your chest is so puffed out at this point. Like, put, your, put yourself away. I was literally, I flexed so hard. Good it was you. like ridiculous. And, I ha- and again, I had the moment and I was like, all right, back to normal. What do you want for lunch? I'll get it for you. Don't That's sit so down. Funny. You know, you enjoy the match. Kelly yoked. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my God. That's that's amazing. That's a beautiful story. That was cool. That was very cool. And the wife was like, "Oh dear, isn't that nice?" Like, (laughs) you know. And I was just like, and the husband's like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, she and I have a thing. We're good. We're good. Yeah. It was. was, Wow. That was fun. That was. This is the beauty of of watch collecting is Mm -hmm. like that we could go from piece to piece, and you have all these amazing and wonderful stories and memories Mm -hmm. about these pieces. Um, To me, this is what it's about. Um, this is well. This is the icing on the cake, yes. if you will, right? Yes. Because 
when you are passionate about collecting, um, it kind of you feel like a kid again. A yeah, little bit, 100%. you know, and it's that thing that we have that makes us feel really youthful, and everything else kind of passes you by because you're honed in. And then when you can attach a moment in time to them, um, then it sort of brings you forward again. Right? 100%. And you realize yeah. your, your mortality and, and, and where you've come and, and how far you've gone. And you're appreciative yes. of yes. a lot of these experiences. Yes. yes. Um, moving on to sort of your, your industry mm-hmm. life. Um, you talked about having a, a Me Too moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions I want to ask you is, uh, how have you managed to to find success in a male dominated industry? Um, to 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 say that I haven't used femininity because I'm not the most feminine woman you've ever met. Let's let's face that. Mm-hmm. That's that's okay. Um, but to use it to your advantage, you know, um, to be able to tap into a man's emotions mm-hmm. to to be able to tap into a woman's emotions when she's you know buying um, a gift. Women are women are good at that. Yeah, you know, w- yeah. women. I think you know there is a there's you know typically it, when you talk about someone's softer side, you know, you think when you say softer side to a man, you almost you almost think like his feminine side. Sure. So it's it is something that's natural. You know what I mean? It's natural. It's okay. So um I you know, I think I've, I've used it to my advantage because there's there's not many of me. Mm-hmm. Um and so um there will be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cuz there's there's a lot of females now in this industry and I am so proud of all of them. It's you know awesome. what I mean? It's 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 amazing. So um you know, I I have just I've had to work harder. Yeah, I've had to prove myself more. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I've had to um, really suppress you know the the emotion when there is a man sitting in front of you saying like, well, I I'd, I'd prefer to work with a man. I've actually had that. The, the fact that you you've actually had those moments where people yeah. have said that to you, you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Like, what yeah. year is this? Yeah, you know, yeah, it's crazy. Um, it, it, we, we would sometimes a coworker of mine and I would have a, a little bit of a you know Saturday afternoons when the elevators you know would would open up and you'd watch the customers look at the left desk and the right desk. I was always the left desk. Hmm. That was my spot. Okay, and you would watch a man get off the elevator, and you would watch him look at me, and then immediately look at the man and go to the right. Wow. Mm. And it was a it was a very I think it was a very natural thing. Mm-hmm. I don't ever want to say that they did that on purpose. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? But I think I think it was very natural because of where they were. Yes. They were in a watch salon. Yes. If sure. they were in a jewelry salon, I bet you ten bucks that they would look yeah. at my male coworker. Oh yeah. And they would have been like, "Oh no, I need to go to her." Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, you know, I don't think it was done on purpose. And and I think you know, um, if I were buying a car, I think you know I might even walk into the into the showroom and I might, if I had the choice, I might like I might go to the man just because mm-hmm. it's subconscious. Yeah. It's subconscious. I don't I don't think that we're still conscious of what we do. We're not conscious of action sometimes. There's unconscious yes. bias. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. unconscious, unconscious bias. bias. And so I, it's a real thing. And I think when you sit that person down and you actually say, do you know you did this? I bet you they go, oh, They no. don't realize it. No, yes. I don't, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, 
so yeah, it's one of those things where I've just I've had to I've just had to work harder. Yeah, and because yeah, yeah. I, I I never um you know, I wasn't one that could get off by being the the thin gorgeous girl you know i was always like the funky weird one you know that was like not mm. the you know what i mean so i've always i've i guess i've always played on that too mm-hmm. you yes. know that i've always had a look i've always had you know something interesting about me yeah. aesthetically um that you might be drawn to or not be drawn to whatever it's fine mm. um but yeah i've had to work harder i've just okay. had to simply work harder yeah, that's yeah. all it's you okay know, you know um i can definitely attest to your your testimony because um you know i remember when i was applying for jobs when i was you know a a young adult Uh, i had to be probably about 20 years old Mm -hmm. and i love watches Mm -hmm. i wanted to apply for tourneau yeah Mm -hmm. i wanted to apply for tourneau i was 20 years old yeah um i got to the front of the Mm -hmm. you know the the boutique and i looked inside and I had I had like my my suit. I was sharp. I had my resume. Mm-hmm. I was ready. I was so confident. I wanted to walk through the door. I literally turned around. You couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. You well, mm-hmm. you would have been on my staff because I I look again. You I interviewed people. Yes. And I would have made it very comfortable for you because you listen to me. I I gotta tell you in my career. Yes. The first time I saw a black man behind the counter was only a few years ago. That's what I was. That's I mean, what I was gonna get seriously. at. Seriously. Really. Now I had a beautiful, drop dead, gorgeous black woman working for me. Yes. Um, and again, I hired her because she had been in retail for a, a few years and she was selling clothing. And I just, I, again, I hired her not because she was drop dead gorgeous. Yes. Um, but because she knew retail. Like yeah, I yes. read her resume and then mm-hmm. I sat her down. And I talked to her. Now she wound up being a star because eh, she had the extra. and it was was fine and listen i you know when i was when i was um working for torno we took care of a lot of the 76ers oh and so and so the 76ers would come into so um iguodala was our was our client and um, you got a story a funny story about iguodala (laughs) i do I do. I didn't know. I, I didn't know I if do. you could share it, but I gotta tell you, uh, I have always been attracted to the bad boy. Yes. Okay, that's sort of my thing. Sure. I, okay, now if my husband were to walk in here, you'd laugh your asses off because I mean that man has got Amish in him. Okay, there's something. <laughs> there is nothing bad about what I'm married to. Okay, but I, you know, I, at the time. And to this day, you know, I fell in love with a man that was actually a nice person. Imagine that, right? (laughs) So um, Iguodala comes in and he and his boys would um, buy Breitlings. Okay. Okay. And they would go to South Street. Right. And they would jack these things. They would put 10 carat bezels wow okay Bust on these down. watches they looked like ufos yeah, okay like the, the bezel would it's overextend crazy. the watch to the point where you're like man what are you doing like you look <laughs> ridiculous right so he did he did he what came ice. in with a, a two-tone chronomat mother of pearl wow. diamond dial it has a jacked bezel okay it's <laughs> hanging over the watch 10 carats wow. right so he comes in and he says to me, Kelly, I can't figure out why water got in my watch. And I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like, like are you serious? Like, of course. So Iguodala is actually, he was, he is, I, I mean, I, again, I haven't had interaction with him in a long time, but one of the nicest, 
sweet, very quiet, you know, quiet men. And he's with his posse, you know, and he's got like a bunch of guys and they're all carrying on and he's the quiet one, you know yeah. what I mean? And there, you know, a couple of the guys were on the team and whatnot. And then he had like, you know, a couple of his, just his boys with him and whatever. And so my husband at the time, I wasn't, I was dating him. Okay. Mm-hmm. And nobody knew because we had to keep that quiet. And my husband is five, five. Okay. Okay. My husband goes in the back. He gets a stepladder. He whips it open with one hand. He <laughs> climbs up the stepladder. He is now in Iguodala's face with his finger going, man, you're not listening to the lady. Yeah. She's trying to tell you something. What? And all of his boys are like, this boy is out of control. Wow. Like, what is, like, what is wrong I love with this? Whipping out the stepladder with like, one hand. One hand. Let's <laughs> do this. Right. And he climbed up that stepladder and he's in his face with the finger, Respect. like pointing in his face. And he's like, You're not listening to the lady. And I looked and I sat there and I went, Oh shit. Now I got to like. I like this guy. Yeah. I, I'm gonna marry this man. God damn it! Like, I did not want this, and now I have it. Like oh, I don't want to wow. do this. And he and Iguodala is like, your boy's crazy. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I'm like, Paul, please get down off the step ladder. We don't put our fingers in people's faces. And his boys were all. I mean, they were like, I had to pick them up off the floor. Like wow. they were like rolling, yeah. and they were like, that man likes you. And I'm like, and again, we're playing it down, right? So we're like, no, no, no. And Nick was like, no, man, that guy really likes you. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. I, ha, 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 laughing, laughing. And on our staff at the time, and it was only three of us working that night because it was a slow night. It was like a Tuesday night or something. And on the staff, the other guy that was working that night was actually a, a bodybuilder. Okay. I physically couldn't get him off the floor because he was laughing so oh, hard. And he goodness. was like, that little dude is like, he's crazy. And I'm like, that little dude is your is your assistant manager, so let's... I was like, you might be a big boy, but like, yes, let's, yes, you know, yes, I'm, like, yes. I'm like, come on now, be be respectful. And he's yeah. like, well, I don't know, but he just put his finger in Iguodala's face and I don't know how we're going to handle that. And I'm like, yeah, the letter's probably coming. I'm like, but fortunately, Iguodala, like, he did listen. Yes. And 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 actually, he's a he's a fine watch collector. Yes. I mean, he's, over the years, he's actually put together a beautiful collection of watches. Wow. But let, let's just say that he started, you know, a little rocky. Sure, yeah. Yes. A little exactly. rocky. <laughs> a, little, a little rocky. Yes. But we all start a little rocky. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, you get trial your, and error. It's yeah. all trial and error. Mm-hmm. It's all oh, trial and error. But I wanted to murder the guy on South Street that was putting these bezels on these watches. Oh, I mean, like, you he had probably yeah. taking him for everything, you too. You should oh. have seen this garbage. Garbage. Oh, it was amazing. Like, like literally hanging over the watch. Yeah, it was hilarious. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that's the thing. Oh, man, we still like, see some of that. <laughs> oh, we beyond. We see beyond. It. I'm sure. We yeah. see it. We see it. Is is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I see, even. I, I can't even. Sh- we can't even share anymore. Yeah, it, it 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 can. I mean, what 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 I've seen in my lifetime is oh, like, is in amazing. Orlando. I told them I saw somebody oh, yeah. wearing a that, bust down Tudor. Yeah, Black Bay. Oh, Black, Black Bay, Bay Forty One with yeah. the silver dial, <laughs> bust down like diamonds why? everywhere. Why? I, I, I don't like, know. Why? I couldn't believe it. Why? Well, no, sir? I I well, you know, well, you know, you know, you know what's even crazier? 
Polo G had um bust down a polo watch. But why? There you go. Why do we do why? <laughs> you like, you why never do seen it? No. Yo, just it why? Yeah, no, we got listen, we gotta pull it, it up. We gotta we'll pull, pull it up. We'll pull it up. We'll pull it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll pull but it up why? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but he <laughs> thought that was the most Florida thing. Like Florida That's that is funny. Man. Florida man. That is very funny. Florida man. Florida man. Bust down Tudor. It is Black Day 41. That's good though. Black Day 41. Bust it down. Um please. Continuing on, how did you how did you end up at at Tiffany, and um, how did you become the, the gatekeeper for <laughs> Tiffany Stamp protects <clears throat> addicts? Well, um, I took a gamble with my career because I heard a rumor that um, Patek was possibly going to 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 build this salon inside of Tiffany. Okay, and I knew because this is a thing. I knew that Patek and Tiffany wouldn't hire away from a competitor. Mm. So I took a real gamble with my career and I went and I managed the jewelry department at Saks Fifth Avenue in Ballot Kimwood. Okay. And I knew at that point then I would at least have a shot. Mm -hmm. And when this did come to fruition, I remember calling the, the, the president of Patek Philippe at that time, it was Larry Pantanelli. And I remember saying to him like, dude, You've got to get me in here. And he's like, Kel, I'm telling you something right now. They're going through headhunters. Like, they're, they're going through, they're doing the right thing. And, you know, I, I, I can't do anything for you. you. This is on your merit. Like, you've got to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so send your resume to the headhunter. So mm -hmm. I did. And I followed up and I tortured this guy. Like, mm -hmm. no one's business. And I had, like, the two phone interviews. And I get in front of them. And they actually, it was one of the most despicable interviews I've ever had. This guy proceeds to put a 5196 Calatrava in front of me and test me. Hmm. Do you know what this is? I'm like, sir, is this part of the interview? And he's like, well... I just uh, and stutter because he, I guess he didn't expect me to snap back and say, mm -hmm. this is part of the interview. And I said, are you actually testing me? Mm. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm about to smoke your ass. There I'm like, go. <laughs> don't like, don't do this. Yeah. Like, do not do this. Mm. And so I smoked him. Mm. I not only told him like what a 5196 was, I told him the caliber that was in the watch. I told him the millimeter size of the lugs. I told him what the buckle millimeter size was. I told him how much it was. I told him every metal it came from. I told him where the 5196 came from. I told, I told, I told, I told. And then I'm like, is that good enough? And he oh, was wow. like, yeah, that's good enough. Yeah, that's good enough. <laughs> I was like, are we, are we, like, that's gross. Like, yeah. that's just yeah. gross. Like, he tested me, and I was kind of like, ew. Yeah. Like, we're going to do that? I'm like, yeah. all right, fine. So I smoked him, yeah. and I was actually um, put in front of Tiffany. I was, um, I dyed my hair one color. I bought myself a conservative black suit because I knew they wouldn't hire me. Mm. And um, I went for the interview and I was their first hire. Wow. And uh, very proud of that. I was their first hire and then I showed up to work the first day looking the way I do. There we go. And <laughs> they were like, wait a minute, we hired you? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah, yeah. And so, um, so yeah, I, and, you know, so there I was and, and I, 
I just was so passionate about the brand that I, I the cream rises to the top. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I was very passionate about the brand. Um, I knew my things. I knew my stuff. I, I um, pride myself on customer relations. Mm-hmm. I, I just, so that's when you're selling something extra high luxury. Um, that all matters. Yeah. yeah. And how you treat people, um, <clears throat> you know, and whatnot. And so then it became... Things got out of control. I mean, mm-hmm. so that salon opened in in two thousand and eight, and the market just went bananas. Yeah. And you know, we I we designed you know in two thousand twelve we designed a watch that to this day you know you can look it up. It's the fifty three ninety six G slash O one two. We designed that watch um, for the fifth anniversary of the salon, and it exploded. And wow. it it really start it started to it, it the whole the whole th- the whole market went bananas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So then it became. I mean, we had Aquanauts in the case. We yeah. had Nautiluses in the case. We had the you know all of these things in the case. But then it just exploded. And then with Patekaholic, you know, hanging his hat on the fact that you know he knew the brand and he was going to push the brand in the Middle East. And then everybody had to have because he had to have. And then he had to have. And then this had to have. And there's a you know. Yeah. And then it, it just completely got out of control. And I you know we as a team had a knack for putting pieces with the right people. Yeah. Right. And if we were to look at um, a percentage, if you were to actually break this down into scientific you know, study, and you were to look at that time, there were six branches of, you know, of, of Tiffany that carried Patek. I guarantee you that New York had the lowest turn on, you know, what you would find in the, in the gray market and the aftermarket. Um, because we were just doing such a great job of putting them in the right hands right. of the mm-hmm. right people. Mm-hmm. The people that deserve them, the people mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean? And so it, it then just sort of, it really started to blossom and, and, and take off. And I think I became the face of the salon because of simply, I was this like, I was this cartoon character that you know became a thing. It was like, she doesn't look like other people. She doesn't talk like other people. She's not really the person that you would think of that that is representing the most conservative brand in the world. Mm. Um, so I think it, it all became sort of cartoonish mm. in a way. Yeah. And to my benefit. Yes. You know what I mean? To my benefit, but it was, you it, know. You, almost, it, you, you branded yourself. Yes. I branded myself. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I did. I want. I want to ask. I have like a two part question. Mm-hmm. So first, I want to talk about um, the Kelly strap. Oh, the yak strap. The yak strap. <laughs> and then secondly, I think maybe this isn't. Maybe this isn't really like a question, but it's kind of like a statement. Okay. That maybe you can kind of answer to. I've always known people. It doesn't matter what they buy mm-hmm. it has to have your name on it like i brought this from kelly doesn't matter what it is it's a tutor it could be a timex isn't it could be a, it's isn't like isn't that weird i brought that from kelly yeah, and you're like it's gotta make you feel good. <laughs> no i, like, I what, listen exactly how does that make you it, feel like it, what is that is, how does it make you feel first of all it's overwhelming it's yeah. it's very overwhelming so let's talk about the yak strap so the yak strap <laughs> let's go there first since that was your first part so the yak strap is simply um uh all brands not Patek, mm-hmm. all brands sometimes do not make the right decision, okay? Mm-hmm. And they put something on a strap that should be on like a $3 Timex, okay? And all brands, mm-hmm. again, not Patek, only all brands make this mistake. And you think to yourself, 
who was in the design department that day? Yeah. Like, were they all yes. off? Like, what was going <laughs> yes. on? Because, yes. like, because, you know, you think to yourself, here's a blue watch and somebody put this on, like, a, a you know, a yellow and, and green strap that just has nothing to do with anything. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's so, or whatever. And so I started to really take the watch and, and I only did what I thought was right. It was only, you know, but it, it became a thing where people actually agreed with me. Mm. So it started with the, the 5522 was a Calatrava pilot's watch, if you will, a pilot's fashion that for the 2017 grand exhibition here in New York, um, it was a um, America only piece um, and it was, you know, it was a $22,000 Calatrava and, uh, it came on a sort of saddle tan strap. Okay. I hated it. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I hated it. <laughs> Lots of people loved it mm. because it went with the watch. Yeah. I have this thing. I am very old school when it comes to Patek. I believe that it belongs on a croc strap. So you can, you can make a croc strap, um, uh, casual. Mm -hmm. So I did it on a, a matte navy with neon green stitching. Okay. Okay. So the loom in the dial, the numbers like popped off the dial. When you put this strap on the watch, it like, it just exploded. And this, it was like the same lug size for a 5524 pilot's watch. Mm -hmm. So I ordered a bunch of them and we started to deliver the watch. And my my greatest story about that is a dude in London saw the strap and flew to New York for me to put it on his watch. Damn. Crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, that's when you have so much money that you're like, oh, it's Saturday morning. I think I'm just going to fly to New York to get a strap. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. All right. But, you know, but he did. Yeah. And, um, and, and there's nothing. I mean, listen, you could – you could take a white piece of paper and, you know, sketch a K on it and it could be like the greatest thing ever in the world because somebody thinks it is and they blow you up. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's so I started to do this thing and, and, and now my customers are like, I need you to yak it out. Yak it That's out. Great. Yeah, like I, I need love you, that. I need you to put like I don't like the strap that Oris did or I don't like the strap that Tudor did or whatever. I need you to yak it out. What? So they come to you as like a curator now. Yeah, so like what you know, what I've done with a couple of customers is in New York, um, we have uh, Jean Rousseau and I've gone with them and I take four or five of their watches and I design straps with them. That's amazing. Yeah. It's part of the experience. Yeah. You know, um, it's fun. I again, I love, you know, I love what I do. So, I mean, that's part of the the thing. You get a lunch, and you, you know, you sit and you talk about things, and then you go and you do the strap thing, and that's a day. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's, it's fun. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So that just became like something sort of hilarious. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Knock and it and in and, and it's um, it, again, it's there's just there's nothing that's a bigger compliment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, yeah, because these people not only have they proven that they they trust your opinion and and watches, but now in trying to sort of style it, yak it out. Yeah, yeah. It's like they're gonna come to you and mm -hmm. say like, "Yo, help me like kind of put this together. Like, how should I wear this?" Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, 
it's awesome. just another it's level cool. to like yeah, watch it's collecting just, that I think it's is just, really awesome. It's just cool. Yeah, it's and you know it's it's just getting a you know brand new pair. I mean, of I shoes go to these guys watch. to yak it out. Like yeah. I, I consult them about <laughs> about about straps because at heart I'm a bracelet dude, but then sometimes. You know, you, you get a little, you might get a little bored. You want to swap it out. Yeah, but and all three of dudes. you have been in the fashion industry. And like you three are men that I would go to for fashion advice. You know what I mean? Like, so you three have a leg up on most guys. I mean. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. There's a, there's a lot of people that. running around wearing things that they just shouldn't be wearing. You know what sure. I mean? Sure. Yes. Like, yes. yeah. So no, if I were, if I were styling um, somebody, you know, again, uh, knowing your strong points, knowing your weak points is, is also a, a great thing. And I, you know, and if I were, it. yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I would come to you guys for, for clothing advice. So, oh, you thank know, you. especially the jean man over here. Like, <laughs> I, mean, I just can't help myself. Jeans, you know, obviously. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We talked, you talked a little bit about, um, you know, how, what you did sort of interacted with the gray market. Um, mm -hmm. How do you, what, what do you think, what are your thoughts on the gray market and uh, sort of the role that social media has played in transforming that for better? Social media has been the greatest thing that's ever happened and the worst thing that's ever happened rolled into one. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, for me personally, um, social media has helped me sell things that I would never have sold. Hmm. Um, it, 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 you know, it reaches audience, it's global, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. On the other hand, uh, then you have uh, the posers mm -hmm. and the and the fools that are going into retailers, putting things on their wrists that aren't even theirs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Acting like they're theirs, yeah. and then you know the mass frenzy because why do we all believe what we see? Like I can't. I still can't get over these full-grown <laughs> men yes, yes. believing what they see. I'm like, yeah. that's that's not even real. I'm yeah, like, that's yeah. not real. That's photoshopped. That's you. You can see that he's in a store trying something on. Yeah. What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah, like, I don't get it. I've you know, seen that. And, and like you know, and and what's what's even better is the anger that it invokes. Yeah. Like you just wasted all this energy mm -hmm. screaming at me. That this guy has something that you don't have that you've waited for when he don't even have it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, why are we? Grown men have tantrums. Like, yeah. Oh, five no. years old. It's yeah. Ridiculous. And I'm like, what is guys? Back up. Yes. Back up. Like this. It's we. I mean, you know. Again, Rashawn, Ben, we, the three of us, can actually tell you that we've seen yes. temper tantrums, like. Throwing themselves on the floor, like oh kicking God. and screaming like a two-year-old. Oh, yeah, legitimately. Legitimately. And like, guys, you're, you're looking at a picture on Instagram. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're the head of a company. Do you understand wow. that? Like, you're the head of a company. Yeah. And you are like, you're trolling on the gram, if you will. And, yeah. you, and you come across a picture that's not even real. It's not real. Wow. Like, calm down. Like, what are, I mean, I don't know how many of those conversations I've had. Yes. You know, where I'm like, first and foremost, can we talk Kelly to, you know, uh, Dan? Like, can we can we just have that conversation? Okay, I'm going to take the professionalism out of it. What in the hell is actually a matter with you? <laughs> yeah. What is the matter with you? Like, she'll do it. And yeah. I'm gonna do it. She'll like, do it. I don't understand. Like, you're trolling, you know, on a Saturday night on your couch. And, like, you just... You just ruined that moment with your wife and kids yeah. because you're so fixated on something you saw that's not even real. Yes. Yeah. Wait till Monday morning, please. Like, <laughs> I mean, can we, you know what I mean? And then my phone's blowing up because it's like, yes. but yeah. you're, 
you're like, this is, you're full grown. You run companies. You're heads of industries. You were, what's the matter with you? It's a good question. Yes. So, <laughs> what is the you matter know, with So you? Instagram, if it's used for fun, mm-hmm. if it's used for passions, if it's used for, if it's used in the proper way, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened. Sure. But most of us, quote unquote, um, you know, aren't using it the way we should be using it. Mm. But that's anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. People can enjoy, enjoy a fine wine, a, a nice bourbon, a, you know, a beautiful tequila. And like, you know, you can enjoy it or you can abuse it. Just. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it, it's it's in anything. Yes. You know, once you get it to the abuse level, yeah. that's when it's over. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, so we've we've seen that, and I'm sure every industry has seen that. Yeah, you know, so you know what I want to I want to ask as well is like you know because now we are talking about um, social media and like I guess another reality. I think this is probably like improv, but okay. How do you feel about you know this like metaverse and like oh God. secondary <laughs> universe, like a, another universe being laid on top of? <laughs> because what we, we spoke about this. What the hell is the matter with you? No, because we we've had we've talked about we talked about it on this show. We talked about it on the show and just like how now there's like NFT watches. I can't selling for. No. Like I can't. This is a real thing. But it's a real thing. And so and, I can't. But what this is, this is a product of the gray market. Yes, yes it is. 100%. A product yes. of the gray market, social media, yeah. and what we've seen with cryptocurrency. Why yes. are we this bored? Like, why Has anybody this... brought this to your attention, though? Yes, but why are we this bored? Like, I can't have the conversation about it because, well, listen, I'll be honest with you, I don't even get it. I don't understand We're it. We're still like, trying to wrap it. our heads yeah, around it. But yeah. it, what, what's happening right now is mm-hmm. really interesting. You have you have people who are selling off real pieces in their collection to buy uh-huh. uh, NFTs, yeah. pictures right. of fake watches, I what? to later flip what? for profit. <laughs> yes. What's the matter with you? All of you people, what's the matter with you? It's, it's, the, social media has... has, has created something where it's like everyone can look at anything as a commodity now oh yeah and it's like i can buy trade and sell anything Anything. nothing is off limits yes um and so that's that's the byproduct of technology the gray market all of these things and it's there's a there's a there's a there's a love i have a love hate sort of relationship with it. I love 100%. to see where technology yeah. is going and mm-hmm. how young people are embracing technology and becoming entrepreneurs. But what I hate to see is how everything is becoming like increasingly like discardable. Like nothing almost matters. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like as long as it, you know, turns over a buck, it's okay. Yes. Yeah. And that I don't like, and I don't like that about what's happening to the watch industry. I yes. happen to agree with all. You of can't that. even you can't even sell a watch unless it is trading. And up. so and so it, yes. it kind of and we were talking about I'm not going to say, but a watch that I bought recently, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it, and it was the watch that I wanted, but I kind of feel gross wearing it. Yes, I know. Or, or, or I get not it. not necessarily wearing it, but the idea that I have it makes me feel a little like, uh, like I enjoy it when I wear it, but then it's like, I don't want to run into anyone else that's wearing the same watch or the same brand Mm -hmm. that I know doesn't share the same passion for it that I do. I don't want to associate with them. I want to hide it. It's because those people have the, because it's the fear of missing out. That's what social media does. 
Oh God, it, yeah. It creates a fear of missing out. It's like, oh, if ten people I follow post it or have it, then now I have to have it. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, I hate it too, and it's and it's sad. And again, if we if we use social media for just fun, guys, it's just yeah. fun. This is fun. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's just you know. Um, Listen, I, I've seen things on social media that I, I've learned from social media. I've mm-hmm. learned things. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and so if it's an opportunity to learn something, um, there are some really great accounts out there oh, that, like, yeah. that, that, are, that are educational, that, that teach, that, you know, whatever. And, like, again, my friend Jasm, you know, Patekaholic, look at how many followers, followers he has. Look at, you know, what he's built just because of passion. Yes. And, uh, you know, there are car accounts like that. Oh, there yeah. There are motorcycle accounts like that. There are tattoo, you know, things. This is I'm, why I love what we're seeing with, like, um, a lot of these smaller indie bands, brands that are that are popping up. Oh God, mm-hmm. yeah. And they're doing like mm-hmm. some of the the coolest stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talk about like Baltic, yes. a mm-hmm. lot, which mm-hmm. I think is like really cool. And then there's other stuff that you brought to our attention. Yeah. Undone. Undone. I mean, the like the electricians the was one that yeah. you got recently that I think is like really really cool. Yeah, and yeah, it, yeah. it brings me back to my childhood. It's just like it's so much fun. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that aspect of it of of timekeeping and. And watchmaking, I think, is is really cool because um, it's, it's creating like these sort of like these pockets of other communities of people Agreed. that are really passionate yep. about whatever it is that that they're doing in that sort of in that circle. Um, but then when you get out of it, you look at it large, it's like, you know, you might own some heavy hitters yeah. and you just happen to run on a guy who like has a yacht mask and he sees electricians on your wrist and he's like, <laughs> And it's like you didn't even know what what yes. <laughs> like, yeah. what like what yeah. yes yeah. like yes really yeah one of my one of the uh, one of the guys that reached out to me on social media um, a long time ago um, flew to New York just to meet me mm-hmm. and he made a meeting happen in New York that you know he. He made that. He made a meeting happen so that it was another excuse to come. You know what I mean? Sure. And to this day, this gentleman is one of my closest friends. Oh and, wow! You know, so I have met. I have met people. Yeah. Um, through social media that I wouldn't have had in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've I've made some unbelievable connections. I've got. I've sold watches because yeah. of it. Um, I mean, today I was in uh, the Grand Seiko boutique. And, you know, I, I threw up some pictures and there was a lot of interest. Yes. And that was wonderful. That yeah. like that that gave me like, oh, my God, there's hope. Oh, really you know, because, yeah. you know, I have you seen the new gold piece with that that brown? Yeah. The wooden dial. The wooden. Dial? Yeah. It's spectacular. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what I mean, it's it's and again, aesthetics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I stopped and literally dead in my tracks. And I'm like, that dial is sick. Mm-hmm. I love you know what I mean? like, and um, so, Grand Seiko fans. Yeah. Oh, oh god yeah they are so passionate about mm-hmm. Seiko, so knowledgeable they're like the they're like the the panerai guys back in the day the paneristies yep i mean this was like <laughs> oh! yeah these guys were out of control and i loved you know, it you it's so I mean? funny too yeah. because kelly you know the things that you're bringing up mm-hmm. um kind of brings validation to this show because you have such an amazing reputation career we've learned so much from you um still more to learn 
you know every day. But, yeah, of course, and that's and and that's also why you know why we did the show because we are enthusiasts. No one here is experts. Um, some of us are in the industry, some of us aren't. But like at the same time, um, it's like the love is still there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that, that's undisputed. That's how you know. That's how you know. Um, you know, listen, I can't tell you <laughs> how many days I got up and I'm like, why the hell am I doing this? I hate everyone. You know what I mean? Yes. But like, you know, those, those days have happened yeah. more so than none. But I mean, yes. like, but it's if you keep going back yes. and you mm. keep and you keep thinking to yourself, you know, when the words come out of your mouth, like there's, you know, what, I can't do anything else. This is what I know. Yes. Uh, that's a bad statement, but it's also a great statement yes. because you know what you're good at. You found yourself. You found yourself. You found yourself. So you yourself. know what you're good at. And you just need to hone those skills and you need to get through the, the muck. You know, yeah, like that like happens to me every three weeks. Y- yes. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe you said three weeks. I say every three weeks. I said it's not even a month. I can't get to a month. Three weeks. I'm like, Jesus, what am I doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think we'll, uh, I have just one last question for you, me personally. The guys might have some more questions. Yes. Um, and this might be the toughest question. Mm. Uh, it would be for me. But if you could only keep one watch in your collection, mm-hmm. what would it be and why? <clears throat> I actually, I think it's the Cartier Pasha. Okay. Because I bought that myself. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and it was my first, and I was going to sell that so many times, and I never did. And I think that watch just represents something to me. It was, it was, you know, I found myself, I found the career I really wanted to be in. Um, this is when you knew it was real. Yeah. 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 And I, and I knew, uh, I was also at rock bottom, hmm. you know, um, I, I bought that watch with money that should have gone to 19 other things. Yeah. Um, I had to file for bankruptcy. Hmm. I had to move in with a roommate who's my best friend to this day. Um, and I had to, you know, eat the ramen and the grilled cheese sandwiches and the, you know, and share the rent and yeah. sell other things wow. to pay that rent. I was at rock bottom legitimately. Mm. And that watch, I, I, I literally would be living on the street and I'd be wearing that watch because it meant something to me career wise. Yes. And it meant something to me as an independent woman. Yes. Um, That I didn't need a man. I didn't need the support of another human being. I, I had, I needed to know that no matter what, I was always going to be able to get my, myself through anything. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, my ex-husband, we had the most amicable divorce you've ever seen in your life. He is a good man. I still speak to him to this day. Okay. Um, he was even at my 50th birthday party. He did the music. And um, he, you know, he he knows this watch. Like, he knows. You know what I mean? Like, and this is, this is something that's just, it's very important to me as a woman. Yeah. And um, as a woman in this industry. Yeah. It just represents a lot to me. This is what... Uh saw you through the other side you yes. went through everything with this piece. Yes. yes yes that's amazing um it has me sort of thinking about my watch collection and what what means the most to me mm-hmm. wow um i don't know which i mean i have an idea which one i would keep which one i couldn't part with when i think about it um it's funny um 
I want to know. You thinking hard? Can you share that? Yeah, I actually. I am a little bit. And I want to know from the silent one over there. Yeah, I want to know the one on my wrist. The one on your wrist? A vintage Omega. Okay. Uh, I got it as a birthday gift, but I got it from someone special. Okay. And it's a person who, when I think about it, I wouldn't be selling watches if it wasn't for him. Oh, wow. Okay. Then that's, that's And it was the also right extremely random. I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. And the way that I received it mm-hmm. was, it was the most like, if you know this person, it was like the most it thing that they could do. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, hey, I got something for you here. Bye. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, they're like, what? Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I put it on. And I was like, this, the reason, another reason why I got it is because it was his personal watch. Yes. And he gave it to me. Yes. And also he gave it to me on a red strap that he knew I liked that I picked for it. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And the reason why it's not on that strap now is because it melted <laughs> on a motorcycle, we have to hold that story. It long, melted. Long story yeah. short, I'm getting uh, I'm getting that strap remade. I'm getting it fixed by Jean Rousseau, which you yeah. mentioned earlier. They do the best straps, in my opinion. I, so I I'm having it remade yeah. so I can wear it every day on that red strap because I used to get compliments every single day on the strap. Yep. And one of my good friends, Frank, who's a tattoo artist, literally was like, "Yo, I'm, I want to copy you. Like, yeah. help me find that strap and like help me find a gold watch." Yeah. So oh, we wow. did that. So he has a rest strap coming on the way for his watch, which if maybe we get him on the show later, I know he's going to bring up because it's like his favorite thing right now. So I'll let him get into that if it ever happens. But mm-hmm. yeah, this is the watch I would never get rid of. Okay. Beautiful. Uh, how about you, man? Oh, it's tough. Um, it's tough. Um, my The Elgin... Do you need to be alone with your thoughts? Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, he, he, was does, he does this all the time. Like he sucks the air out of the room when he starts no, to well, speak. No, so this, so this, it's. Uh, the, the, I would, I, I would say, if I'm just thinking about mm-hmm. off top, it's probably I have this this vintage uh, Elgin Skin Diver. Ooh, okay, that's and a cool one. It is cool, mm-hmm. and and I I think that one is would probably be the hardest, um, because when I when I got that watch. I think I really discovered what I liked. And it was the first watch that I purchased that was, I wasn't, there wasn't anything else going on in my head about like why I'm getting this. I was like, man, this piece is really cool. And I think I just discovered my my taste. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just really love this piece. And I would find myself, even to this day still, just kind of like picking it up and just staring at it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is such a cool piece. Mm-hmm. I'm also conflicted because the I just shared an incredible moment with these two mm-hmm. that helped me acquire a watch. And um, I'm a tough guy, but I got a little emotional, you know, and <laughs> it was supposed to. Yeah, it was a, mm-hmm. it was an emotional moment um, because it 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 really uh, cemented my friendship with these two. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. It really did, mm-hmm. and and the, the 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 way everything happened from the call to me coming in, and then these guys like sitting down with me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And like it was like the three of us, and this was like we made this happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting a little emotional now. <laughs> well, because because it is emotional. It I is. Mean, these things are they are emotional. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. so this is about yeah. yeah. How about you? Um. 
well, before I get into that, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna bring it to your attention. When you did, when we shared that moment, mm. I felt like we made it. I did too. <laughs> I felt, I felt like, like we made, made something. <laughs> we we made it. it we don't like, know what it is, yeah. but it, we made it. I was like, oh, things are getting very different here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But I, I do want to share that part. But um, I think uh, a timepiece that that I that you know, if I had to give up everything I I have, and I have a lot of watches. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, it's a watch that I probably don't wear as often as I should. Um, I'll, I'll share it on the next wrist check. Okay. I don't want to give too much away, but you know, I had the opportunity to talk to someone in a in a very very high position of power, and I mean, he complimented me on my watch amongst everything else that he could have complimented me on, and the watch literally I got for twenty five dollars. Mm. Love it. Um, the best. And yeah. this is mm-hmm. this is someone that's you know, held to high regard, someone that has global status mm-hmm. and literally was like, what is that you're wearing? And, and when I shared it, he was surprised. Um, and then we got into talking about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the stuff that we were comparing, of course, it was apples to oranges because we're talking about, you know, a $25 wristwatch yeah. to like, maybe like a $25 million car. Sure. Like it was, if yeah. we're talking like this capacity, yeah. it was it was very, very powerful that, you know, someone that has this kind of status actually enjoys something that like is so simple to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, sh- I'll share it on the next, next wrist check because I, I don't want to give it up, but- That's tomorrow. Yes. No, 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 not this, no, no, no. You mean the next episode? Well, the next episode. Okay. Um. You know, I I, I want to share it, um, and it's a watch that I actually should wear more often. I can't wait to to to, yeah, to see what this now. is. I'm, I'm very curious. Well, you should know it because you're the one that suggested the strap. Ben also, yeah, he I suggest straps for all y'all. That's watches. what I was gonna say. Like he he yaks the he yaks the watches. He yaks the watches. Yeah. He yaks the watches. Yeah, Ben's Ben's good at that. He's got he a good is. eye. He's yeah. got he a very yeah. very good very good very good eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, and people really trust his opinion. I mean, we we do it so absolutely. I mean, look at him. I wouldn't trust. Him. Oh, <laughs> Ben's the guy. No, I know, I know. And, Ben's and, the guy. And uh, I'm I'm proud to actually work with. Uh, with people that are so passionate because that's been missing from my life for a long time. Mm, yes. And so <clears throat> to to be able to you know end my career this way is really really important to me because it's about the people you work with. Yeah. It's about family. Mm. I have created a sense of family in my in my clients, but to have the sense of camaraderie and the sense of family with the people that you work with mm-hmm. is really important. And I think in each store um, you know, there are there are certain people that you gravitate towards. Yeah. And um Soho store has a really rich family. Yes. Yeah. It's a it's it's a good group. Hmm. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um Man, we covered a lot. This yeah, was we did. amazing. <laughs> yes. Yes. I really enjoyed this. Really did. Um really, really I did. am so incredibly appreciative. Oh, I'm honored. Uh, of Believe you me. Yeah. To uh to come on our show and share these wonderful stories and, and your collection. Um you've accomplished so much. I think you have a lot to be proud of. You are a legend in this industry. That's <laughs> one of the reasons why we're so happy to have you. 
you are respected and appreciated. Um, you're one of the people. We always talk about the people who are the first over the hill. <laughs> this is you. Yeah. And you, you live to tell. You came back over and you yeah, brought you people with you. Because so, usually they get shot. Yes. <laughs> first, first one over the hill is so usually you got shot. Yeah. Congratulations to you. You Thank made it you. through. Yes. Uh, we adore you. You are incredible. And yes. you are over the hill. We, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so this is, yeah, this, was the, this is the end of uh, episode 12. Yes. Um, and this was incredible. Uh, I hope all of you enjoyed this. Uh, again, you can find us on Instagram at RiskCheckPod. Uh, please comment, like, share, subscribe. We're on YouTube, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and we are on Spotify Video. Um, so we're everywhere. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's <laughs> a lot. And it's growing. Yes. Um, Soon you'll find us in the metaverse. Uh-oh. <laughs> Cut it out. I don't think so. I'm out. Cut it out. <laughs> out of the metaverse. Uh, and on that note, deuces. Peace.